week's Pasha is Pasha's Mishpatim. So for, Pasha, for what we're going to talk about this evening, we have a classical Maral, classical Gorarie. We're doing this for Eric's benefit because Eric wanted we should do the Gorarie, so we're doing the commentary of the Gorarie. Okay. But uh, we have a classic this week. But just a preamble to the introduction, then we'll have the introduction. So first the preamble to the introduction. That whenever we describe something in the words of the Maral, it's not necessarily a pejorative. In other words, it's not necessarily that we're saying something negative about the description. If I tell you, for example, that, that a little child doesn't have the same vocabulary as an adult, or that they're not mature enough to make a decision, right? I'm not being negative about what I'm saying about them. I'm describing uh, a reality. I'm describing something we're describing something which is a which is which is would you empirical empirical real thing right it could be negative yes it's true that the child is not um what is it mature developed or doesn't have the same vocabulary as an adult it could be negative because the, the adult the adult can do things that a child cannot do but it's not necessarily intended to be negative just because you're being you're saying it it's also intended to, 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 to assess the reality. Because once you can assess reality, then you can, uh, then you can adapt a different methodology. For example, education of how you approach each individual. An adult, you will, in, 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 you know, you will have highfalutin ideas that will be more complex in order to stimulate his intellect. And a child, maybe need, a child will, will have something more simple, something more elementary, in order to stimulate their intellect, in order that they should both grow equally where they are. So when we're talking something, when we're saying, describing something, we're not necessarily saying that it's negative, we're not necessarily mean to be negative or disparaging about it. What we mean is to describe what it is, at least in the eyes of the Torah. Okay? That's the preamble to the introduction. Now the introduction about what we're going to talk about. So we're talking tonight dogs. We're going to talk about dogs. I know that people own dogs. This is why we had the preamble through the introduction. Right, and that, that I, you know, some dogs are, are some of them are my best friends. Um, so, right, we don't mean anything negative about what we're going to say, but we're just describing what the, in the eyes of Chazal, what dogs are, at least from one perspective, at least from the spiritual perspective. Okay, this is what we're going to talk. So, the, so there's an interesting Gemara, and I, I think we talked about this before, I didn't have a chance to look it up, but there's an interesting Gemara in Tractate Baba Kama, page 60b. Gemara is like this This is our introduction before we get to the actual, the Torah itself. The Gemara says on page 60b like this, Tan Rabbanu, the rabbis taught, Klovim boichem, if the dogs are crying, Malach is bolier, then the angel of death has come to the city. Klovim misachakim, if the dogs are laughing, then Eliyahu Hanavi bolier, then Eliyahu comes to the city. And of course, that we're talking, there's no female dog. Because then it could be that the reason why they are laughing is presumably because they're trying to uh, attract or they're trying to, uh, um, as Rashi says, the Hasan Mishum. The reason why they're acting in this funny way, they're laughing, whatever, is because they're doing it with a female dog that they're trying to seduce her. Okay, that's, this is what the Gemara says, which is a little bit interesting, is a, perplexing, a little bit perplexing Gemara. So what does the Gemara mean by this? And the Gemara says this, 
What does the Gemara mean by this? So the morale explains in the Chidushe Agodos. Oh, and I forgot to bring the other one. The mar- we'll, we'll mention the other, what the other morale says um, in a moment. But the, the, the morale in his Chidushe Agodos, in his commentaries, is like this. What's the pshat that a dog, when he's crying, that this is an indication he knows that this, the Malach HaMavis is there, right? Obviously he knows, because why is he crying? The Malach HaMavis is representing everything that is bad. The angel of death is everything that's dead, bad, because the angel of death means that death is coming. That means that people are going to die, right? And the dog is aware of this. That's why the dog is crying. In other words, why is the dog crying? Because he's aware that this is happening. And the dog is expressing whatever is expressing, sadness, beware, whatever the dog is doing, it knows that the Malach HaMavis is around. So why is that? Why does the dog know that there's a Malach HaMavis around? This is what the Maral addresses. So the Maral says, Ki mi yusar. A dog is extra. And I think what he means by extra, it means that he doesn't really have a place in the world. In, in, in the... In the, in the, in the in the, uh, in the structure of the universe, so to speak, in the place, the pieces that are in place, he doesn't really have a place. He is separate from all other creations than everybody else. And because he is, has this degree of separation from all the rest of reality, Therefore, when there is pestilence, when there is, it says dever, it says pestilence, but I guess pestilence is accompanied with the Malacham office, with the angel of death, because that's people die of that. Right? When, the, when this comes into the world, which is also not part of the world, meaning the disease, death, is not, it's part of the world, but it's not really the, the utopian sense, the way the world's supposed to be. It's something which separates individuals from the world. So when that comes into the world, the first being that's aware of that is the being which shares sort of the outwardness, the degree of separation with this. And that's the dog. And therefore, Kashiyesh Dever Shibola Olam who Margishtila, he's the first one to feel it. Ba'avur because Sheino Mishutov Imshar Nimtoyim. That is because he is not in in uh, in partnership, literally. He's not in 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 in, in uh, together with the rest of creation. You hear? Now I don't Truth be told, I don't know what this means. I don't know why a dog is any different than any other animal. I just don't. I, I don't. I just don't know enough. I seem to recall us on a separate occasion uh, reading some other material, which I, I thought was from the Maral. But in, in tersely put, this is what he's saying. Now here they quote that he also talks about this in the in the sefer called the Netzach Yisrael. And the Be'er Agola, Be'er, um, not Netzach Yisrael, it's in its Ferris Yisrael. I think, no, no, sorry, the Netzach, the Netzach Yisrael, chapter 18, and the Be'er Agola, Be'er 5. 
Oh, I think maybe it's in the Be'er Agola Be'er 5, which we don't have in front of us at the moment. But that's what he, that's what the Maral, that's what the Maral seems to say. Anyway, this is our introduction, okay, to what we're going to be talking about. Um, yeah. So we have, the reason why we're saying this is because we have a Pasuk in this week's Pasha. The reason why we're saying this is because we have a Pasuk in this week's Pasha. And the Pasuk says, like this. This is Pasuk Mishpatim, Shmos, chapter 22, verse number 30. You shall be to me men or people of, of sanctity, Kedusha. You shall not eat meat or flesh of an animal that you find on the, uh, that was, Rashi here quotes the, the Targum Yoinasin, the Targum Unkelis. Ubisar Tlishmin Chivaya, Chaya, a piece of flesh that was, that was ripped out of an animal while it was alive. That's found that do not, do not eat that. What should you do? Do not eat it. So you should throw it to the dog. So the literal meaning of the Pasuk is, which is not the way Rashi learns, but the literal meaning of the Pasuk is, is that you throw it to the dog. In other words, you will be to me men of saint, you will be to me people of sanctity. And what? What does it mean you'll be people of sanctity? It means you're not going to eat flesh that was torn off an animal that's alive. What should you do then? You should give it to a dog. So Rashi here says, like this. Rashi really says that it means to a non-Jew. It means to a person who's an Oyved Avoidazara, somebody who is an idol worshiper. That's what you should give it to, which is not our discussion. That's another. Maybe we'll get into it after we have time. We're not going to get it because we, we, we're, we're dogs today. We're only doing the dogs. Um, Rashi's bothered, but with the, okay, fine, but good. But why, the Medrash says, why it, fine, it doesn't mean to give it to the dog, but it means to give it to somebody else. But why did the Torah express it to give it to the dog? Why did the Torah express it that way? You should give it to the dog. Still, the expression itself has meaning, no? Why did the Torah express it that way? It's telling you you can't eat it. You want to give it to somebody? Give it to the other person. You mean Abraham and Achai? No, this dog, yeah, just give it, yeah, give it to him. Give it to the Ayvidav the Zaro. Give it to the dog. That's not a, we're not, we're not addressing the fact what the halach is, whether it's permissible or not. The question that we have for this evening is, why does it say, the Torah say, to give it to the dog? Isn't the reward for the dogs not barking that they recognize the angel of death is coming Correct. Correct. Yes, this is the Rashi says. So the Rashi says, Lamdecha Kosov Shina Kurish Borchum Mekapech Shako Beria. 
The reason why it says give it to the dog, says Rashi, is to teach us that the Rabboni Shalom does not deny reward for every, cre every creature. Every creature gets reward. It's like the Gemara says in Baba Kama, page 38b, the Gemara says, Am Ramchia Baraba, Ramchia Baraba said, Hashem does not take away the reward of every creature, even the reward of even if they choose to speak nicely, even if they choose not to um, speak in a, in a, in a, what is it, in an unbridled, licentious way. As the Gemara gives an example over there, and the Gemara says in Ksubis, page 8, for example, the Gemara there says that everybody knows why the Kala, page 8, if I'm not mistaken, um, why the Kala goes to the Chuppah, but they're not supposed to talk about it. Why the Kala goes, what, what happens in the marriage, the consummation of the marriage, right? The Gemara also talks about a person should speak nicely, the Gemara at the beginning of Tract Psachim. The Gemara talks about over there also, that a person should be careful in how they speak and their language. Hashem does not, if a person chooses to say one word nicer than they would have said otherwise, as they don't curse, Hashem does not deny them the reward. So over here also, like Michael said, over here also, we said before in chapter 11, verse number 7, it says, Shinemar, it says, that the dogs, what is it? They didn't bark. Well, loosely translated is they didn't bark. They didn't sharpen their tongue against the Jewish people. Correct? They didn't sharpen their tongue against the Jewish people. And as a reward for that, because they didn't sharpen their tongue, Hashem said, give him his reward. Give him the, the meat. Give him the meat that he should eat it. The Basar Basar the Trefa. So this is, it's not that the Torah is telling us that we should take the meat and give it to the dog, which is okay, we can give it to the dog, feed the dog with the meat, whatever, right? It's not that the Torah is telling us that, but in, in the expression, which is meant to teach us a halacha, that you're not allowed to eat the meat, it uses the dog as an example to remind us that the Rabbana Shalom, that the master of the universe gives a reward to everybody. Even a dog, if he doesn't bark, even if he doesn't bark. This is what, what Rashi says. And, then the, and the, the morale, which we mentioned before, in the Netzach, Yisrael, chapter 18, over there he says that there's a deeper explanation to this. There's a deeper explanation to this. The deeper explanation is, is that the dog, why, the dog is the one who's going to bark. Why? Like we said, the Gemara Baba Kama. The, the Gemara Baba Kama is saying that when does the dog, the dog cry? The dog cries when the Malach is around. So that means that, so to speak, there is, the Malach is there when the dog cries. So the dog didn't cry, which means that this was a sort of part of the Geula, this was part of the, the redemption of the Jewish people, that the death wasn't found there in the place when they were leaving Mitzrayim. It's not that only the dog didn't bark like dogs bark. You know, you come and you walk by a fence. 
and and there's a dog he's barking at you because he's you want he wants to show he wants to show that he's protect either he wants to play or he wants to show that he's protect he's protecting the home or whatever he's doing right protecting the the the, the, the owner. That's not the, that, that's not that that that's how the simple reading of the of the verses. But it's more than that. It's that the dog didn't bark is a sign that there were that that was part of the gaula, that was part of the redemption. That there was no death around for the dog to to cry about, like the Gemara says in in Babaka. You hear? That's what the, the, the Gemara says over there. Uh, the Beragola, I guess, we'll have to save for another time. Maybe next week. I forgot, I, I, I didn't bring the Rabban Grzhensky because I got it to bound because I, because I finished it, the Taurus Avraham, but I had to buy, I have to buy it because now I tore it to pieces, the whole book. So now when it comes back, we'll read it. We'll read that end, the end. Where do you get your stuff down? Yeah, in the yeshiva, there's a bacha in yeshiva. I can give you whenever, if you want to get something bound, I'll give you his phone number. Yeah, no problem. Anyway, so the morale here says like this. Now we can, now we have this whole, we have the preamble, we have the introduction, now we can understand the words of the morale, the few words of the morale here that are talking here about this issue, okay? So, he says like this, Da, you should know, Kitama Dover, the reason for this is, is Ki Akelev Kemoshi Amarti Lamalo, O Islamet Dalet, Hu Mitsura Sa'olam Gamkin, a dog, Right, we said that the Maral says in the in the in the uh, in Baba Kama in his Chidushim, he says that he is there's a degree of separation between him and the rest of the world. That's why he's able to see the Malachamavis. That's why he's able to see the angel of death. But he's also part of the world. He's part of the as the Maral says the image of the universe. In other words, he's part, he's not there's a degree of separation, but he's not completely separated. He is a part and parcel of the world. And so therefore he says, Because he is part and parcel of the world, therefore he's part of a reality of the universe. And therefore, that when we say that the dog didn't bark when the Jewish people were going, leaving, as we mentioned, is when they left Mitzrayim, Yotzeb and Maila, Shikola Nimtoyim Shachim La. They left. I guess, I guess when you, you know, when there is no choice, you have to just translate it the way that it is. But this, this, what, what he's saying is interesting. Uh, uh, a small sentence, which is a, a whole paragraph here. The sentence itself is a whole paragraph. He says that when the Jewish people left Mitzrayim. On a high level, all of creation was drawn after after it, after the Jewish people. In other words, in other words, the Jewish people achieved a certain level of spirituality, which made them leave. But that means that the rest of creation that was in the sur- in surrounding that encompassed them, if you consider them to be in the center and all of creation around them, also was drawn into so to speak, into a, a, a better place, into a, a more spiritual place. Every, every being, including animals, right? And so therefore, as Yotsu, Bahaskomis Kolan Amitsius. And there, if that's true, that means that there is an acquiescence, so to speak, from the inanimate and the animate objects of the whole universe for them to leave Mitzrayim. 
So when they left Mitzrayim, they left the the the, the whole world was in, in unity, in 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 um, in a focused unity that they should leave Mitzrayim, right? There was no um, so to speak like a like like a um, like a rejection for them to leave, uh, a resistance for them to leave, like like a rejection of an organ after a transplant, right? It wasn't what it, everybody was in 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 in. Um, in confluence of the of the of the exodus, so to speak, right? Lahoros to teach ki yitzis mitzrayim shleimus mitzios tzuras haolam bechlaloi. That is to teach us that the exodus from Mitzrayim was a perfection, so to speak, in the reality of the image of the entire world in general, as we have just described. Why? And that means that even the dogs who are far, they are, they are of degree separation from the rest of the reality of the world, as the Maral said in Babakama, that we described. Even the, even the dogs who have this degree of separation, that they're not considered to be part of the, the, the reality of the world. But still, but because the exodus was the completion and the perfection of everything, even the dogs, which are part of the image of the world, even though there is a degree of separation, as we mentioned, also are not going to bark when the, when, the, when the Jewish people leave. Because even, even, even by them, they're sort of, by not barking, they're agreeing to the exodus. So to speak, and the way that the Maral says it in the the way that the Maral says it in the Netzach is that, that there's the absence of death. There's no there's no there's no destructive force during the Exodus, and that's indicated by the existence of the dog that's complacent as the Exodus is taking place. because of this, the Torah says. So that's why our Pazik says, throw the, 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 give the reward to, to the dog. Throw it to the, to, to, to the dog. Because it would be, that it would be true that the dog is not part of the reality of the world. The Torah would not say that you should give him a reward. Obviously he's a part of it and therefore he does get the reward. Amnam, however, since he is also part of the reality of the world, therefore, therefore the Torah says, you should send it to the dog. This is the intention of 